Welcome to the Vitality Radio Podcast, your source for the truth about health, wellness, and real alternatives to drugs, surgeries, and the status quo of healthcare. Here, you'll find information that empowers you to take control of your health. But it's not just about health and wellness, it's about the politics of healthcare and protecting your health freedom. Now, here's your host, Jared St. Clair. Hello and welcome to Vitality Radio. I'm your host. My name is Jared St. Clair. Vitality Nutrition was started by my parents 41 years ago. I've mentioned that a few times. I love that it's a family business. I love that I'm the second generation and my son Bridger is the third. And I hope that uh, uh, other uh, children of mine will also at some point work at this wonderful store that I just about grew up in. I'm 46 years old today. It was built 41 years ago. So, you know, I wasn't even quite five when they opened up the shop. And I mentioned Vitality Nutrition with a little more specific uh, nature, I guess, today, because I want you to know something. Today is a really, really interesting day, uh, February 9th, 2019. And at 2 p.m. is my mother's funeral. My mother, Carol Roma Fuller St. Clair, passed away last Saturday morning, a week ago today. From the day that I was born, mom loved me like only a mother can. She breastfed me for two and a half years, after all. Of course, yeah, my parents were a little bit, you know, hippies, a little little weird. Uh, People don't open up health food stores. 41 years ago, it was a very strange thing to do. There aren't very many of them that have been around that long. And uh, frankly, our competitors that were around longer than us are no longer in business. And so to keep a store like this going takes a lot of perseverance. And uh, I'm going to share with you a few stories here about my mother in honor of her as I pay her a little bit of tribute today. No one taught me the value of close personal human contact better than my mother did. In fact, even when I was in junior high school and high school, when many kids were kind of running away from their mothers and not wanting to give a hug in public or even in private, we probably shared 10 hugs a day. Oh, how I love those hugs. Childhood, as Carol St. Clair's son, was sweet. Her smile was almost constant. Her laugh, the most unique, beautiful, and infectious ever. If you'll please indulge me, I'd like to share a few thoughts about my mom with you before I get on with the rest of the show. There'd be no Vitality Radio without my dear sweet mom. You see, Dad got the wild hair to open that health food store, as I mentioned, 41 years ago. I was only five years old. Dad had big plans, big ideas of having the store staffed by employees from outside of the family, and for a while, that's what happened. I still remember some of those first employees. However, over time, The store just didn't produce enough money to afford outside help, so mom came to the rescue. She worked at the family store even though her only want was really to be home with her kids. I remember my little sister Allison's playpen at the store. I remember riding my BMX bike down after school and helping her put products on the shelf. I will always remember being at home and watching her call in the orders from our home phone in between making meals and doing other things around the house. You see, I love what I do. Working at Vitality for the last 40 years has been a great blessing in my life. But mom, eh, she didn't like it that much. She did it because it needed to be done. And that's how mom was. She did it really well because 
even though she didn't like it that much, she always, always wanted to do the best job she could. She was meticulous about those things. And so again, even though she didn't love working outside the home and really wanted to just be home with the kids, she did a great job running the store. Now, I will say this. While I say she didn't love doing the store thing, one thing she did love was our wonderful customers. We didn't have a lot of them back then. But just the other day, well, seems like the other day, I guess it was a few months ago now, she and I were talking and bringing up names of some of our old customers and wondering where they were. Some of them still shopping with us today, others who have passed on, the people that kind of set the foundation along with my mom and dad for what is now Vitality Nutrition. And she always spoke fondly of those old memories of our old customers. Once I got old enough to run the store, mom was happy to leave it to me. I was only about 15 years old, and off and on, me and my older brother Craig would run it either together or separately, and eventually it fell on me, and when I was just 22 years old, I bought it from my parents, and I guess the rest is history. But I'll tell you, the first 20 years, or almost 20 years that this store was open, it was touch and go most of the time, and if it wasn't for the dedication of my mother, it wouldn't have existed. I'd be doing something else right now, I think. Now, once I bought the store from my parents, I, I really grew to appreciate all the effort they'd put in because then I was having to do it all. And I recognized this is no small feat running a small family business, an independent retail store. Back in the day when they did it, it was even harder because it wasn't really accepted that much. People that believed in natural things who didn't feed their kids white bread and processed foods and who bought raw milk from the local dairy. I, I just, that's funny. I have this amazing recording when my mom was really almost towards the end, just a few weeks ago. I was smart enough to break out my phone and record a little conversation I had with her. And I talked about going down to the old Argyle's Dairy across the tracks here in Woods Cross and remembering the songs that I heard as we crossed the tracks there and back. I was like eight years old, but for some reason it's a strong memory and I absolutely loved it. And when I told her that story, although she didn't respond with words, she responded with laughter. And I got that on a recording that I will always cherish because all you had to do was know my mom for a few minutes to hear her laugh and to recognize just how beautiful that laugh was. I, if I had a dollar for every time a friend or family member told me, oh my gosh, your mom's laugh, I love it, I could probably retire right now because it's truly that good. Ten years ago, I started doing Vitality Radio. I was so excited but very nervous. You know, now I do it and it's kind of old hat. I've been doing it for 10 years. I rarely have any level of nerves at all when I do the radio, but back then I was a I was very, very nervous. You know, it's it's uh, an interesting thing, talking into a microphone and having nobody give you any feedback one way or the other. I can't see you listening to the show. I don't know if you think I'm an idiot or if I'm brilliant or somewhere in between. I can't tell if you're changing the channel or turning up the volume. I don't know. And early on, that used to really bug me. And I had these these real nerves about it. But from the very earliest days, mom listened to my show every single episode. She would actually set an alarm and sit at the kitchen table and listen to me on the radio. She would often call or text me and tell me how well I did. 
Funny how being in my mid-30s at the time, I still loved having my mom tell me how much she enjoyed my show. There are just a few people that I know of who have been as loyal to Vitality Radio as mom was. One guy, and you know who you are, Alan, says he started even before mom did, back when I was talking on another guy's show, the old Fit Zone Radio. In fact, he even records the shows on cassette tape so we can listen to them later. Okay, Alan, you win. But besides you, nobody has ever supported this show better than my mom. Not long after I started doing Vitality Radio, I started doing nutritional counseling. I offered to meet with my mom and help her figure out a more streamlined plan for her health. For years, we would meet every month in my office at Vitality, and we'd talk nutrition for 90 minutes, sometimes two hours, two and a half hours, and then it was time to talk personal stuff. You know, when I set up my, my counseling sessions, I set them up for one hour or 90 minutes. With my mom, I always scheduled three hours on the calendar and gave myself a half-hour buffer at the end, just in case. I told you my mom was meticulous. She wanted very specific directions on how to take each thing. And, of course, she wanted to spend time with her son. So after we talked nutrition, we'd talk about personal stuff. How was my life going? How were my kids? She would show me obituaries and funeral programs for all the people in her neighborhood who she thought I might have known or remembered. And more often than not, I knew the person, and we were able to share some fond memories with each other. I loved that time. Mom would joke, half seriously, unfortunately, that she had to schedule an appointment to get some alone time with me. I regret that those were the primary times that we spent together, alone. However, we had plenty of amazing times aside from those visits. We saw at least 10 foreign countries together after Dad died. We had some great adventures including almost getting trapped in Egypt, maybe forever. But that's another story for another time. What did I learn from my mom? The greatest things I learned from my mom are lessons that everybody could stand to learn and utilize in their lives. They had nothing to do with business or travel or vitamins, minerals, or herbs. I learned from my mom the beauty of a life without guile. Mom taught me 100% by her actions how to be compassionate, how to show genuine concern for one another, how to be generous, how to treat everyone I come into contact with kindly and without judgment. Mom lived a very clean life. A very straight-laced religious woman was my mother. In fact, I often edited my show to leave out words like damn and hell just because, well, I knew mom was listening and I didn't want to offend her ears. I never wanted to make her anything but proud and she was proud. Very proud of me, probably more than I deserved. No matter how many times I did things to make my life, in business or personally, more challenging, it did never matter to mom. I hear from so many of my friends how judgmental one of their parents might be, how up and down a parent-child relationship can be between um, friends of mine and, and their parents. I never had that, ever, not even a little. My mom loved without condition, and at no time can I ever remember feeling anything but genuine love and concern for me. Mom made no enemies. Mom bore no malice. Mom laughed and smiled through all but the most difficult times in her life. Mom loved people, regardless of race, religion, background, or anything else. Mom lived a life worth emulating, and I intend to do just that. Mom, this episode of Vitality Radio is dedicated to you. 
I love you, and I am incredibly grateful to be your son. I look forward to delivering a more detailed speech at your funeral later today. And more than anything, I look forward to seeing you again. Thanks for everything, Mom. Okay, I'm going to cut to a break, gather myself, and I'll come back with what was probably always my mom's favorite segment, the morning rant. You're listening to me, Jared St. Clair, and this is Vitality Radio. In a world full of often confusing messages about health, let Jared be your guide through the smoke screens of corporate greed, media bias, government ineptitude, and propaganda. When you see what is really happening, you'll be ranting too. It's time to expose the hidden agendas. It's time for the truth. It's time for the vital rant. Okay, Mom. You always love my morning rants. I'm going to give you a good one. Welcome back to Vitality Radio. By raise of hands that I cannot see, how many people drink almond milk, or coconut milk, or hemp milk, or rice milk, or soy milk, or cashew milk, or some hybrid of coconut and almond milk, or cashew and almond milk, or whatever it is. There's a lot of them out there now. Now, I said 41 years ago, we opened up what eventually became Vitality Nutrition. And I say we, (laughs) I didn't have much to do with it. I was five. But there was no such thing as any of those milks back then. Okay, that's not true. Coconut milk, that's been around a long time. But there is a proliferation of these milks and it has really caused all kinds of problems, I guess. Maybe. Let's investigate. FDA Commissioner Dr. Scott Gottlieb told CNBC on Friday that the federal agency is concerned that consumers are being misled about the nutritional value of non-dairy products that use the term milk. Are consumers who are using plant-based milk products by seeing the word milk inputting a certain nutritional value into that beverage that they're not deriving? Gottlieb asked on an episode of Squawk Box. Gottlieb argued that The current definition of milk is something that comes from an animal that lactates. Obviously, that doesn't fit the definition of a plant-based beverage right now because, well, almonds don't lactate, I confess, said Dr. Gottlieb. Okay. Gottlieb spoke about the plans uh, that he has in July, noting there are hundreds of federal standards of identity spelling out how foods with various names need to be manufactured. An almond doesn't lactate. According to Scott Gottlieb, however, he did concede on Friday, if you look up the definition of what is milk in the dictionary, the second definition is a substance derived from a nut. There's a commercial speech issue here as to whether or not they can call themselves milk, he added. The National Milk Producers Federation welcomed Gottlieb's concerns. The group in July urged the FDA to review use of the term, saying definitions are critical to safeguarding consumers from making purchases of products whose labels are false and misleading. Okay, so why is this a rant? Isn't this just semantics, right? I mean, it's like, okay, well, almond milk isn't really milk because it's not from a cow and cows are what people associate milk with or whatever. Or is there really a rant here? Well, I'm going to tell you there's multiple rants here and I'm going to explain why. First off, 
We are in a new world. When it comes to words and how they define us, I see the dairy industry as a bunch of bigots. I mean, come on. In today's America, if an almond wants to identify as milk, who are we to say it can't? If grains of rice feel more comfortable as a creamy beverage, why should we care? If a cashew or a hemp seed feel more comfortable being poured over cereal, then so be it. This isn't the dark ages, right? All right, I'm kind of having fun with this topic, but you get my point. Scott Gottlieb is the head of the FDA. That in and of itself is a red flag. It instantly qualifies him as a witless bureaucrat who's bought and paid for by big food and big pharma. But apparently he is also seemingly like everyone else in Washington. He thinks you, the consumer, are an idiot. He doesn't know you personally, but he assumes that you, the typical American consumer, is an uninformed, undereducated moron. How else could he think this is even close to an issue worth wasting taxpayer money on? He may actually believe that you think that almond milk and cow's milk are identical, other than, well, one comes from a cow and one comes from an almond. Listen to what he has to say on the topic. Consumers should be able to know at a quick glance what type of product they're purchasing for themselves and their families. Implementing clear and transparent food labels and claims is an issue I've made a high priority. Right, because a container of almond milk that is clearly labeled almond milk is also clearly confusing. It would be much more clear, I suppose, if it were called almond liquid, almond beverage, almond secretion. I mean, come on, Scott. Are we really confused? Is it really hard for the average consumer to differentiate the difference between almond milk and cow's milk? Is that really a thing? Hmm. Another thing he said, because these dairy alternative products are often popularly referred to as milk, we intend to look at whether parents may erroneously assume that plant-based beverages, nutritional contents are similar to those in cow's milk despite the fact that some of these products contain only a fraction of the protein and other nutrients found in cow's milk. Now, interestingly, in all the statements, I read something like eight articles on this topic from all kinds of different places, including the FDA's own website. In all of that reading about Dr. Scott Gottlieb and what his plans are to try and change things up so that the only milk that's milk is milk that comes from a cow or a goat, or a sheep, or an animal that lactates, basically. But at no time did he ever mention in any of those statements that the dairy lobby has spent over $2 million just during the first half of 2018 lobbying for this change, and that they've been lobbying for it for 10 years. I don't believe that Scott Gottlieb is an idiot. Sometimes I behave or talk as if I feel like these politicians or these bureaucrats are idiots. I don't believe that. Like, it would be better to be more palatable to me if they were idiots. What I believe is that he's very intelligent and incredibly corrupt. Therefore, he has framed this as a consumer benefit situation when it really is just a poorly disguised government effort to support one of its best friends, the Dairy Council. You see, this is a big deal to them because according to market research, non-dairy milk sales, including almond and soy milk, increased more than 60% between 2012 and 2017, while skim and low-fat dairy milk sales dropped over the same period. <gasps> Alarming. Big dairy just isn't used to struggling for government support. When World War I ended, and all the dairy our leaders had squeezed out of farmers to nourish soldiers overseas, 
had no one to drink it, the government poured the excess into our schools, where it has stayed, thanks to federal subsidies for serving it. So federal subsidies to make milk cheap for the schools to serve have been in place ever since World War I. Dairy got its own group on the dietary pyramid. Remember the old uh, four basic food groups and dairy is one of them? That didn't seem weird. It's, it was normal. But it kind of seems weird now because we're becoming a little more educated as a public. And we're starting to exercise that knowledge that we have and making better choices. And I'll get into that a little bit more in just a second. Federal guidelines were released when I was a kid, that said we should have at least three servings of dairy a day. You remember that? Thanks to all of that, milk isn't associated only with motherhood anymore. It's associated with Americanness. The dairy industry then is right that the nut milkers trade on their reputation. They do. It's just that their reputation is as pasteurized as their product. The dairy industry was pulling in big bucks and giving them right back to the campaigns of the politicians who helped protect it. And it still does. Today, dairy farmers funnel money into a fund that, with U.S. Agriculture Department oversight, supports campaigns like the Got Milk ads and Milk Does the Body Good ads. All these things we've grown up. Those are actually partially taxpayer-funded. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Isn't that great? Isn't that nice of us to propagandize ourselves uh, with our own money? And the Dairy Council's money as well, because of course they should chip in. The Dairy Council in July urged the FDA to review use of the term, saying definitions are critical to safeguarding consumers from making purchases of products whose labels are false and misleading. Oh, yes, so misleading. Almond milk. Ah, it's not really milk. It's a beverage made from almonds. It's creamy that you can use instead of milk which kind of makes it like almond milk, which I don't think is that confusing. So what is the motivation? Are thousands of people suddenly dying of calcium deficiency due to consuming rice milk instead of cow's milk? No. What is happening is as America gets sicker, we are also getting more educated because we're sick of being sick. And so we're starting to recognize that milk, while high in calcium and protein, is also loaded with pus. Yes, up to 25% of a herd can be actively sick, having mastitis, and still be on the line spewing both pus and blood into the milk bucket. That, I said, for effect, along with that little pregnant pause, but it's true. Up to 25% of the herd can be actively ill, having mastitis, and still be on the line spewing both their pus and blood into the milk bucket because... Milk is so highly processed that it's okay. Everything's wiped out in the pasturation or pasteurization process, which is why we have to recognize that organic milk and raw milk in particular, if you're going to drink cow's milk, are a better alternative anyway. But American public is not just that. We're also becoming aware that milk is heavily pasteurized and homogenized so-called food that is neither easily digested or actually that good for us. We are waking up to the reality that milk builds mucus, adds to constipation issues, weakens immune response, does not prevent bone fractures, and actually is being linked to certain types of cancer. People aren't buying almond milk because it tastes better 
and is just the same in terms of nutrients, they are buying almond milk because they believe that it is better for them. People are knowingly and willingly paying two to three times as much for nut milks as they would for dairy milk. And it isn't because it's called milk. It is because they realize that cow's milk, at least the mass-produced pasteurized version, does not do a body good. I, for one, say an almond should be free to identify as milk. Now, of course, our government will disagree with me because they're being pestered an awful lot by their buddies at the Dairy Council, and that's a drag. But can we all just agree for once about this political statement? Maybe we can't. It'd be interesting to hear, and if you disagree with me, come to Vitality and tell me. But can we just agree that this isn't an issue? That almond milk, soy milk, rice milk, hemp milk, dairy milk, from cows, goat's milk, they can all be called milk. And nobody's really going to be all that confused. This is a power play. It's a money play. Nothing more, nothing less. Okay, that's your rant for today. When I come back... I am going to kind of go stream of consciousness. Sometimes I do that. I planned my mother's tribute. I planned the rant. The rest is unscripted. When I come back, I'm going to be talking health, nutrition, fitness, and kind of whatever pops into my head. My name is Jared St. Clair, and this is Vitality Radio. After decades of helping people with their nutritional supplement needs, I have observed something that seems almost universal. People seem to have a lot of products that they have experimented with. Some might have been recommended by a blogger online, others from a magazine article, and yet another by a friend or family member. Information is coming at us at a rapid pace nowadays, and everyone has an opinion. The problem is that there is only one really big wild card in health and nutrition, and that wild card is you. I know you've heard the infomercials, seen the ads, or talked to that neighbor who has that cure-all product that can do it all for your health. The problem is, that supplement doesn't exist. What's right for your neighbor isn't always right for you. At Vitality Nutrition, we've been asking the right questions for years. What I mean by this is, we don't just sell supplements, we consult with our clients and ask them the key questions needed to make sure we match the right supplement to the right person. If you feel better about a team approach to your health, give us a call and one of our well-educated Vitality team members will answer your questions and help you find just what it is that you need to address your health concerns naturally. You can reach us at 801-292-6662. That's 801-292-6662. Or drop us an email, info at vitalityradiopod.com. That's info at vitalityradiopod.com. All righty. Welcome back to Vitality Radio. I'm your host. My name is Jared St. Clair. Small independent business. That's what Vitality Nutrition is. It's what Vitality Radio is. Uh, is just uh, a family-owned business that's been around for 41 years that tries to do the best it can by its uh, employees and its customers. And as my mom was getting close to the end of her life, uh, she did need about a week of hospice care. 
I uh, was fortunate enough to have a, a dear friend who actually is a hospice social worker for a company that uh, is called Summit uh, here in Salt Lake and Davis County. They may have something out in Utah County too, I'm not sure, but anyway, at least Salt Lake and Davis County. And you know, they did a really, really wonderful, dignified job. I rail against modern medicine a lot. I don't like modern medicine. It drives me absolutely batty. And when I can talk about it without crying, I may even talk a little bit about some things that happened with modern medicine that made my mom's life a lot harder the last couple of weeks that she was here. But I won't go into that now. What I will talk about is how amazing these hospice people were. The nurse, Becca, was just beautiful with my mom. The uh, CNAs from a, a local company called Visiting Angels were fantastic with my mom. The doctor, Dr. Joe, was very kind and very considerate as he told us that uh, he didn't expect her to have more than a few days left to live. And Holly, my friend, who's also the social worker there, did some beautiful things, especially helping with my sister who was really struggling through those moments and sitting down and talking with her and, and visiting with her uh, went really above and beyond. So I want to thank that local company, Summit, and uh, the good work they did. I want you to recognize that while I do rail against modern medicine, there are times when some of these things are needed. And hospice care, end-of-life care is one of those times. I was grateful for a couple of very strong drugs that I talk negatively against on a regular basis. One opiate, one uh, benzo. I just barely talked a few weeks ago about benzos and how dangerous they are, how addictive they are. But when somebody is at the end of life, addiction doesn't matter so much. And comfort and peace uh, become very, very important. And I was very grateful for those things at that time. Doesn't mean that I won't be back next week telling you how dangerous they are for people that aren't at end of life. And that I won't continue to rail and fight against this medical monopoly, really, that we have in America where it is drug, 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 surgery, surgery, surgery. And people are paying very little attention still to natural methods, and that is why I bring you Vitality Radios, to try and help you understand that there are alternatives out there that can make you healthier, as opposed to just tearing things out of your body or covering things up with things that wipe out symptoms but don't wipe out causes. But I am very, very grateful when modern medicine works, and one of the times that it works really, really well is end-of-life care and hospice care, and I witnessed that personally, unfortunately, this last few weeks, and it was quite beautiful. Another thing that I wanted to do as uh, mom was uh, nearing the end is I wanted to make sure that I worked with people that I trusted, that people that work with me, people that do good things, that are in business, but not just in business to make money, but in business to do the right thing. And one person that I'm grateful my parents went with is uh, old Brent Russon over at Russon Brothers Mortuary. Now, Brent wasn't very involved. He's kind of semi-retired, I guess. He's still there a bit. But he's been a customer at Vitality Nutrition for years and years. And I was able to work with his son, Todd, in getting things ready for the uh, viewing and uh, the funeral. And they did a beautiful, dignified job of helping with mom. So they did a great job. How about Holiday Helpers? Shauna, amazing, amazing woman who uh, has, has been a customer at Vitality for the last year or so. And when it came time for us to get flowers, I wanted to make sure I used somebody I trusted that I knew would do good work. And they did awesome work. And the reason I bring up these 
brands. None of them are paying me to endorse their companies or anything like that. I bring it up because I think it's so important that we get back to what made our communities strong in the first place and pay attention to the businesses right around us, not the franchises. The franchises aren't necessarily bad. They're owned by local people usually, and that's fine. But the independent small businesses who do it differently than the big box stores, who do it differently than the franchise stores, they don't have that sterile feel that you walk into when you go into a franchise or a national chain. Find those people in your community and support them because they usually do really, really great work. And uh, I'm glad that I went with local businesses for all these things and didn't go with big national companies because we got treated very, very well in a very difficult time. So uh, I would encourage you to do that as well. And that brings me to my next topic, which is who do we want to support nationally? Now, if you're buying supplements and you're a vitamin taker, you may be familiar with a couple of big name brands. New Chapter is one. Another one is Garden of Life. You've probably heard of Burt's Bees. Now, when I was younger, like in my 20s, and I'm 46 now, I remember that Burt's Bees was only found, I, I used to see it up at J&J's Nursery up in Layton. And I saw it in all these little boutiques, you know, little boutiques would have Burt's Bees. And it was cool. They had this story of that guy with a beard that was like this beekeeper who decided to use honey and propolis and pollen and things like that and, and skincare products. And he made these great natural products and people loved them. And eventually I figured out how to get them in at Vitality and we brought them in. And then they got big and they were everywhere. And soon they were like really everywhere. They were in Walgreens and Walmart and everything else. And, and, and it, it, was, it wasn't the same anymore. They got bought out by a company you've all heard of, Clorox. Clorox, come on. Clorox is a chemical company. They don't care about natural health. They bought out Burt's Bees because it's profitable. It has nothing to do with them wanting to promote nature. Believe me, it has nothing to do with them wanting to promote nature. It has to do with what the pure profit bottom line is. And once you get to a company like Clorox and they're infiltrating the natural products industry, then you have to ask about what happens with the other companies. Well, Garden Alive used to be owned by a guy named Jordan Rubin. Jordan Rubin's still in the natural products industry. And he is still uh, doing some really good work. I've had him on Vitality Radio. But he's not with Garden Alive anymore. And after he left, the uh, board of directors sold it to Nestle. Yeah, Nestle, you know, the people that bring you strawberry quick (laughs) with red 40 and high fructose corn syrup. So do we want our vitamins to come from a company called Nestle? Uh, Probably not, right? Even if they're good quality, where do we want our money to go? We have to vote with our wallets nowadays. And another brand, new chapter. I've got a note right here on my desk that says the guy from New Chapter, my rep, wants me to call him back to tell him if I want to keep my account open with them. And the answer is no, I don't. Why? They're owned by Procter & Gamble. Procter & Gamble. That's not a natural products company. and That's not somebody I want to support. It's a big multinational corporation that is all about money and not about quality and not about taking care of the things that matter. So I don't want to give my vitamin money to those people. So at Vitality Nutrition, we've taken a stand. We don't carry that stuff. And as those things happen and brands become like that or they get bought out by bigger companies, we find them and we ship them out. 
I almost brought in a brand named Schmitz. Schmitz has some really cool stuff, including one of the best deodorants out there on the market. But then I found out they got bought out by a multinational corporation. I can't even remember who, but not a good one. Some chemical company. So we didn't bring in Schmitz. And we won't because we are about what really matters, and that is supporting people who want to support you, the consumer, with natural products, not just the shareholders because natural products happen to now be selling really well. There is a difference. Okay, now I want to tell you about a couple other things, and this sort of segues in pretty well too. There is a product called CBD. You've heard of it. It's all over the news right now. It's all over uh, Utah right now. Dozens of companies popping up. Some of the companies have really good products, I don't doubt. But the first company that really brought CBD, well, to Utah, for one, because I was the first store, Vitality Nutrition, the first store to carry CBD in Utah, health food store. It's a company called CV Sciences. And why do I like CV Sciences? Because they can trace their CBD all the way back to the seed through every step of the process. We know exactly where it came from, where it went after it was grown, how it was harvested, where it went to be processed, and all the way down the line. We have certificates of analysis and everything else. We know the stuff is good. And, of course, we know the stuff is good, especially because people come back in and say, holy cow, this stuff is good. This stuff is really good. CBD works really, really well for me. So people ask me, well, what brands of CBD do you carry? Well, two. Two brands. One local brand, which I'm very, very proud to say is a local brand. And I know the owners quite well. They've been on the radio as well with me. And that is Muscle MX. They make only a topical. They have two formulas. And they're fantastic. They work really, really well. Great stuff. And then CV Sciences for the stuff that you take internally. They also have some topical stuff, but mostly internal. Capsules, liquids and uh, sprays and so on because I trust who they are, what they stand for, and they founded what's called the Hemp Roundtable, which is an organization that is specifically designed to keep hemp legal in all the states in this country and to work with legislators in the various states to make sure that they understand what CBD is, that CBD, although it comes from hemp, is not marijuana, does not make you high, is non-addictive and can replace things like opioids and benzos, like I just talked about, because it can be so effective for both pain and anxiety, as well as things like insomnia, seizure disorders, and things like that. So if people are saying, you ought to really try CBD, it's amazing stuff, just go to your local smoke shop or go online or whatever, be a little cautious right now. CBD is a little bit of a Wild West game right now, is that it's very, very popular. A lot of people getting into it. Most of the people, I think, are well-meaning, but not necessarily well-educated. In fact, I've had many of the sales reps that have approached me, and I'm not kidding you. I get approached at least a couple or a few times a week by sales reps trying to sell me CBD. And invariably, I know more about it than they do. I have yet to meet anybody selling CBD outside of my reps at CV Sciences that know more about CBD than I do. And that's a shame because while I do know my stuff and I do educate myself and I've learned a lot about CBD over the last few years, I that's not my job to understand CBD inside and out. My job, I have to understand lots of things to sell 
the things that we sell at Vitality and do Vitality Radio, my knowledge base has to be wide, not so targeted. When you have someone who's selling CBD for a living, and that's what they do, they ought to know CBD better than I do. And if they don't, that's one red flag right away. The stuff can be a true game changer when it comes to your health, especially if you're dealing with nervous system issues. A lot, a lot of benefit from CBD for a lot of people. Depression, anxiety, pain, neuropathy, um, seizure disorders, insomnia, uh, things like bipolar. Really, really amazing stuff. I absolutely love it. And the last thing I want to leave you with, and uh, hopefully this isn't a fizzle moment because I want to leave the show strong. This is the show I'm dedicating to you, Mom, is this. People ask me on a regular basis, hey, what do you think of this apple cider vinegar stuff? I've been hearing you can do it with honey or with water or just drink it straight or whatever, and it's really good for you. But I don't understand why it, you know, what it's good for and why it helps. What's so special about it? Well, apple cider vinegar has a couple of things. It's very acidic, right? If you ever drink vinegar, it's like, whoa, major pucker power, right? Kind of like lemon juice. It's very acidic. Now, a lot of people think, well, acid, that's bad. But natural acids, like an apple cider vinegar, lemons, limes, and things like that, are actually really good for the body. So apple cider vinegar is a fermented thing. It's loaded with acid. It can help you digest your food much more efficiently. It can actually help give you a little bit of a metabolism boost. Although it is not a miracle for weight loss, it can help with metabolism, and it absolutely helps with digestion. But the other thing is, as a fermented food, it is loaded with probiotics. Good, healthy probiotics that can help to build up our uh, intestinal tract and help with digestion, processing of nutrients, and things like that. But apple cider vinegar, if you're not a big fan of vinegar, it's a little tough to choke down for some people. And there is a company now, a very, very good company that I trust called Enzymedica, that makes raw, unfiltered apple cider vinegar in a capsule form. How awesome is that? So if you don't want to choke it down, but you want the benefits of vinegar, you need to try this because it is truly raw, unfiltered. They just dry it out and give you all the goodness of the vinegar in a capsule form, and people love it. We do really, really well with it at Vitality. I was skeptical at first, but people love this stuff. And uh, so I wanted to get the word out. I haven't talked about it on the radio yet. And like I said, just kind of stream of consciousness this time. I really didn't put anything together for the last 20 minutes of the show. I put a heavy focus on talking about my beautiful mother who unfortunately passed away and left this world about a week ago. We're having her funeral today. Uh, beautiful, beautiful soul, the soul of my mother. And uh, it's it's going to be a tough emotional day, but I'm so grateful I was able to bring you an episode of Vitality Radio because while she was here and maybe beyond, she tuned in every single week to this show. She gave me so much support, so much love, and uh, boy, mom, I just absolutely love you. Thank you so much for your support. Thanks for doing what you did for Vitality Nutrition to allow it to be become what it is today and, and to show me the ropes and show me how hard work and perseverance can pay off. I greatly appreciate it. And as I said in the early stages of this show, especially thank you for your amazing example in terms of how you treated other people. You know, it's because of my mom that when I'm at the Maverick store getting gas or uh, picking up a drink or whatever, or I'm at Smith's and I'm buying some groceries or whatever it is, 
I always look at the person in front of me as the most important person in my world at that time. If I'm on the cell phone, I hang up or I put them on hold. And I talk to that person. I call them by name if they've got a name tag. I ask them how they're doing and I always try to make them smile. That doesn't make me special necessarily. It's just something I do and I really believe I do it because that's how my mom treated people. And I just think that's the way that we ought to all be treated. We have so much divisiveness in this world now, right? It's right versus left. And in my case, libertarian versus the world or whatever you want to say. But regardless, we don't have to be so divisive. We don't have to hate. We're all human. We're all here in this together. And it's a mess, this world, to a large degree. So let's love each other through it. Do like my mom did. Don't have guile. Don't have malice. Just love and support. Let's be a little more non-judgmental. I think that's what mom would want. And right now, that matters to me because I just lost her. And she's a beautiful, beautiful soul. I'm so grateful that she is no longer in, in pain and suffering and that she's moved on. And I'm so excited to pay tribute to her today at her funeral. It's going to be a beautiful thing. Thank you so much for listening. Thanks for indulging me as I talked a lot about personal things today, maybe a little less about the vitality things that I usually talk about, but maybe you got a little clearer insight into me and who I am and why I am the way I am. And Hopefully it was useful and you enjoyed it. I enjoyed delivering it. I love talking about that beautiful woman, my mother. Thank you so much for listening to me, Jared St. Clair. This has been another episode of Vitality Radio. been listening to the vitality radio podcast enjoy your week in the meantime jared will be feverishly searching for the latest nutrition info to educate you on and wading into mounds of propaganda to help steer you through it vitality radio is researched and written by jared st Clair, produced by elizabeth joy windham with very limited help from jared our awesome music is by brian bob young Support Vitality Radio by subscribing and giving us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts, YouTube, or your favorite podcast source. Don't forget to follow us at Vitality Radio on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. Please let us know your thoughts about this episode by using the hashtag Vitality Radio Podcast. And if you like what you hear, go tell somebody with a share, a screenshot, or an airdrop. Thank you. Hello, everyone. I hope you enjoyed this week's episode of Vitality Radio. Just a reminder that this podcast is for educational purposes only. This podcast has not been evaluated by the FDA. This podcast is provided with the understanding that the information shared is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. This podcast is not a substitute for professional care by a medical professional. Thank you.